Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello everybody and welcome back to the Triple Jump podcast. It's a video game podcast. My name is Ben. My name is Peter. And my name is Ashton. Good morning. Good Hello. morning. How are we feeling? All right. Good. Excellent. Oh, I got the, I, Oh, hang on. Hang on. <laughs> you sound like you feel great. I have the sniffles and I can't tell if I'm getting ill or if it's hay fever. Mm. I never have hay fever normally, but I've been bunged up since this morning. So Okay, so it might not be hay fever because I feel like a lot of the, the hay has been fevered around. Yeah. You know? But apparently Andrew's also feeling very sniffly today. Okay. So and me and Andrew have not hung out. Hmm. So either we're separate sick or we've both got hay separate fever. sick. Yeah. Or your boyfriend has been hanging out with Andrew. And maybe you don't know it. true. Maybe or your cats. Or my cats. Andrew does love cats, That's so true. maybe he's been catnapping during the day. Maybe you'll never know. No. Uh, how are we coping with the weather this week? Loving it. All right. Yeah. 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 I'm thriving. This is my You're weather. F- what? Thriving. thriving. I thought you said thriving. Then. No. I'm what? writhing. I'm writhing <laughs> with pain. I was thriving. Um, no, I'm, I'm thriving. I okay, love it. Good. I I'm love occasionally getting too warm in uh, <coughs> like the office of my house. If I have to sit and stream or whatever in a yeah. fairly small room on a south-facing window with a computer on in there. But uh, other than that, all right, really. Yeah. Good. And in, good. I'm enjoying it on the weekends. Yeah. Not, not so much in the at night if it's too hot to sleep. But it's yeah. not really been... We've got a fan, so... All right. Mm. How about you? My fan doesn't really do anything. No, I imagine um, your, your flat's flat hot. Gets very hot. My flat does get very hot because I'm under the roof. So what on earth? Do you want to move from that spot where you're creeping? Okay. And you've got no. like an entire wall of windows as well. I do. It's it's basically impossible to escape. Um, yeah. And it just heats up the heats up the entire flat. And especially when I'm doing like a podcast or a stream or yeah. something, and I'm sat next to the PC, and then I have to close the door, and mm-hmm. there's no there's no airflow. Yeah. It's pretty unpleasant. Uh, but it's been all right in the office, I think. Uh, Kieran nearly passed out the other day because he was so tired. Cause really? Of the, uh, yeah, because it was so muggy in yeah, the office. Yeah, I oh, felt yeah. really was, like, unwell on off. Tuesday. I was like trying to record something, and I was like, I can't get my words out. My brain is just not. I've got such foggy head, and mm. it just wasn't working because it was raining outside, and it was so thick upstairs that like it just oh it was awful. I have been sleepy recently and it's partly the weather and also I guess occasionally um I take a hay fever tablet but normally I try not to because they make you drowsy as hell yeah. yeah, and you got to drive as well. Yeah. Sometimes. Well, this is actually a video game podcast. It's not a summer weather report podcast. And each and every week, we're sponsored by a very real video game adjacent sponsor that helps us keep the lights on here and do what we do. 
Um, any sign of... He's back in the bathroom. He's back in the bathroom. Dead Island 2, the spider is back in the bathroom. What are yeah. they doing? I don't know. Is it Dead Island 2 up there? They're just Tap clomping around in one very specific place. He probably isn't picking up on the microphone, but it's just the creakiest... Yeah. So it's so creaky. I've got the ad read. Uh, are you ready to hear about this week's sponsor? Yeah, yes. boy, am I. So this is a Square Enix uh, competition that they're throwing in collaboration with the NHS and their best neurosurgeons. Right. Okay. This is tying into a game that's coming out this week, or that has come out this week. Uh, it's sort of a ball slash dance uh, where the best dressed patients will win. Okay, so this is this is the competition. The best best, best dressed patients of yeah. these of these top NHS neurosurgeons wins the whole thing. Competition with Square Enix. This is of course the uh, Spinal Jamboree Sick Preem. Huh? One more Sp time. Spinal Jamboree Sick Preem. Preen. Yes. Sick Preen. Sick Preen is into preen yourself. Spinal Jamboree. Sick preen. I'll say it again. <laughs> Spinal jamboree, sick preen. Spinal jamboree. 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 jamboree, 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 jamboree. Sorry. Sick. Spinal jamboree, sick preen. So it's Final sick Fantasy preen. 16. Yeah, I know that. No, yeah. it's Spinal I, Jamboree. I got, I'm yeah. just trying to figure sick out. Pre so it's the, it's the Spinal Jamboree. So it's a dance competition. Yeah. Right. Right. Where the, where the sickest preen... The best looks <laughs> wins the competition. Right, so the sick isn't into, isn't to do with it. Isn't being to patients. do with illness. I'm talking like wicked. Like, Even though you said that they're, they're they are patients, they are a hospital. It's right. both yeah. sick in they're at hospital and also sick because it's so. Cool. So it's the spinal jamboree. Yeah. Yeah. And what's sick the spinal cream? aspect? Because they're neurosurgeons. Because they're neurosurgeons. All oh, right, not like chiropractors. No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> no, don't worry. I, I explained it very clearly you in did, the setup. Yeah. yeah, it all makes perfect spinal sense. Spinal jamboree. Sick, Sick preen. preen. Yeah, so this is, as I said, the Square Enix competition in collaboration with the NHS and their best neurosurgeons. Um, a, 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 it's a dance, yeah, where the best dressed right. patients win. I don't want to, like, yeah, question it, but should it not have been a, a fashion show, potentially, um, given that it preening oneself is to make you look really good? Yeah, and that's how you win. And that's how you win. But what's that got to do with dancing? Because it's uh, it's a jamboree. <laughs> And as we all know, d dances do take place at jamborees. Yeah. yeah. Do they? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It sounds like you've jamboree. never been to a jamboree, <laughs> particularly a spinal one. Yeah. Huh? No, 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 I haven't. Not. Really showing ignorance here, both of you today. Uh, fortunately, though, it's not real. So you can oh. you can learn a bit more about spinal jamborees in time for the next one. And then you'll be fully aware of what's yeah. happening. Uh, and we're not sponsored by Final Fantasy 16 either. We're sponsored by our wonderful patrons over at patreon.com forward slash team triple jump, where for as little as $1, you can submit questions to this podcast. There's loads of other tiers available as well, including access to our bonus After Dark podcast that we're going to record immediately after this one, where we talk about anything but games and we answer all your questions about whatever you want. It goes out on a Monday for patrons every fortnight, so you should go check that out. Uh, we got a question, Peter? Yeah, we got a question here from Chris McVeigh, who says, Hi, Bap. The claim has been going around that Konami had internal builds of Metal Gear Solid 4 running on the Xbox 360 around the time of its release. Do you have any other gaming what-ifs? Any ports you'd have liked to see that never came to fruition? Any E3 announcements from the past that went nowhere? That sort of thing. Cheers! Exclamation mark, full stop. Cheers. Thank Cheers. Exclamation mark, full stop. Um, 
I, I wrote one that immediately came to mind. I'm sure there are many others, but I am sad that Wild just just mm. died a death. I think that was probably an E3. It was certainly I shown. I think it was Gamescom. Oh, was it Gamescom? I think it was, yeah. Well, it was certainly shown at, you know, one of the, the larger kind of gaming uh, shows. And uh, yeah, it looked great. Um, I'm sure it was very much a vertical slice, but it looked like it actually sort of ran and was, you know, you could you could imagine that it was ready, even though, as I say, vertical slice, a lot of these things are not at all ready. Mm. But uh, yeah, it looked great. You could become animals and uh, ride a bear, and there was a nice big open world to explore. Music sounded quite good. Uh, yeah, it looked really, really interesting. And then, no, no, it's not, it's not happening. It's dead forever. Do we know? Do we still not know if it's actually dead? Is I, it one of those? I don't games? think officially it's okay. ever been said that it's it's died but yeah. um i think that various journalists and stuff have said that they have heard from a source that mm. it internally has just stopped right. mm. um and possibly even the studio is defunct although i don't think they are um but yeah mm. it, it's been reported that it's dead even though the actual studio hasn't come out and said we'd like to announce to everyone we're not making this it's anymore. gone is the website still up because didn't they upload like two screenshots yeah a few years ago and it was really weird i just, I they just, just remember us like talking about it a while uh, ago concept art to the website and then but oh, okay. that's all they did and then yeah um it's probably wildgame.com or something yeah. it's i'm um, finding a lot of results for meat right yeah, <laughs> like yeah wild game deer and yeah. stuff uh the, the studio was called I think Wild Sheep Studio or, oh, okay. or Black Sheep, possibly. How about Man versus Wild, the game? Does that interest you? Yeah. <laughs> Have we played that one, I think? Or I it don't might think be on so. the list on West yeah, Game Wild Dever. Sheep. Here we are. Mm. Uh, PlayStation 4 game. Does it have a website? Let's have a look. I mean, it was being led in part by um, Michel Ansel, who no longer works in games. So that, that can't have helped. But yeah, no. maybe not. Uh, Wild Sheep Studio. I'll have a look while, <laughs> while you continue. Um, so yeah, that's the one that came to mind, and uh, I'll sit and think, see if there are any more in my head. But yeah, uh, what about you, Ashton? I think the one that's probably most famous for everyone wanted it, but it never happened, is Silent Hills slash oh, yeah. PT. Because mm -hmm. um, everyone loved the the PT like slice, so it would have been so nice to have that game become it's a you know full game. Um, but that's probably the biggest one. That it's such a shame that it never mm. came out because it's so famous for being great yeah. and just disappearing into nothing. I think like now you you can't even play the PT any the, the PT the playable test anymore. No, you need a console that had it installed. Yeah, um, you can't. Yeah, they delisted it, which yeah. sucks. Yeah, uh, I believe their front page has concept art from Wild on on a on a rolling sort of slideshow. Right, mm. but. It, there's nothing else on the homepage and there's nothing about their game. Well, there used to be, so it's <laughs> quite telling. Yeah, you can contact them about life in Mont Montpellier, uh, mm. working with us. It's a bit about their studio. It looks like the website has not been touched for a long, long time, though. Mm. So there we are. Well, yeah. there you go. Also, um, it would have been nice to see what Star Wars 1313 could have become. Yeah, mm -hmm. um, good one. I know we've obviously got a Scoundrels esque game coming out very soon with Outlaws. But it would have been cool to see that game and see what they had in store for us with that. There's been like, what, the odd screenshot and concept art that's floated around every now and then. But um, yeah, it would have been nice to have 
wherever Star Wars 1313 was going to be. Well, Amy Hennig is now working on a Star Wars game. Yes. I don't think you're so. allowed to say that out loud, otherwise it will be cancelled. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. You just, everyone's just got to be quiet and let it let it come yeah. out. It reminds me as well, there was this, uh, an official, a real Star Wars Battlefront 3 of the original Battlefront yeah, 1 pandemic, and 2. pandemic, right? That was, uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, it must have been. Um, that was... <laughs> basically like 95% complete and mm. there's just loads and loads of cutscene stuff online and there was a whole campaign where there were these two clones who didn't look like all the other clones they were like from a different strand and uh then there was also concept art that had already been done for Star Wars Battlefront 4 that had all these actual what if characters like Watto Watto yes. Watto was there Very of course good. It had like Jedi Leia that you could play as or like what if Vader had been redeemed and, you know, he'd survived the Death Star Mm. uh, explosion. What if Obi-Wan had turned into a Sith Lord? Like they'd drawn all these characters uh, or what what if Mace Window had survived falling out of the the Mace Window. Um, And (laughs) it looked really cool. Both of them looked really good and they'd never, they never happened. Go and watch the list video we made ages ago Mm. about 10 Star Wars games that you'll never get to play. Yeah, Mm -hmm. both of them are on that one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's mine. Excellent. They're really good ones. Thanks. Um, I, I still think about Star Wars 1313, and I did for a long time after it was cancelled. I've probably told this anecdote on the podcast before, but when I worked in retail, any time, and it, and it happened, it's, it's probably confirmation bias as much as anything else, but it felt like it happened a lot where someone shopping would come to 13 pounds and 13 pence. <laughs> every time I saw it, I was like, oh, yeah, that Star Wars game. It's like getting stabbed <laughs> Such a chest. shame. Like, oh, no, it's, no, we're never going to play it. Um, I have a couple. One of the ones that, uh, one of them is more recent, actually, we've probably spoken about it on the podcast, uh, is that Gears of War 3 was once running on a PS3 uh, as a way to test Unreal Engine by Epic in 2011. So Mm. theoretically, I mean, it never would have done, but it could have come out on PS3. Uh, That is now available on the Internet Archive, and you can actually download and play it on a debug PS3 console if you want. That's now been uploaded. But that was a thing that happened, uh, much like the story of MGS4 running on Xbox 360. Uh, the the main one though, which has an exciting new development as far as I'm concerned, in that I haven't checked in on this in years, but I remember learning it would have been 2006 when it was announced uh, that Oblivion was not only coming to PS3 but also coming to PSP, and there was right. going to be an Oblivion port on PSP, and I thought that's amazing. I really really want to play that, and there was a just a little bit about it in the. PlayStation magazine I was reading, I never heard about it again, and I kept checking in, and eventually I discovered that it was cancelled. However, you can actually download an ISO of it. Like, the unfinished version is now available on the internet and has been for several years. You can download it and play it in an emulator because some, I think a modder has gone in and textured some stuff and like sort of tie up any loose ends to make it at least somewhat playable mm-hmm. to whatever extent it got through through development, which I think is really exciting. Uh, and it got really far along so far, in fact, that there is actually a uh, there's a Metacritic listing for the PSP oh, really? version just with no reviews on it. So it was it was a very real thing that is actually tangible and you can actually play. And I just think how amazing that would have been to have a a PSP version of Oblivion. Mm. It was going to be called Elder Scrolls Travels Oblivion. That's what it's going to be called. Oh. Uh, so I might have to play that, give it a go, because uh, I find that dead interesting. Yeah. But there's a couple for you. Mm. Wow. Now it's time to talk about what we could have been playing if they'd have come out, but actually talk about what we have been playing in this brand new segment that we are calling What We Playing. Whoa. 
It's what we play in time. Time to talk about the games, what we have been playing. Peter Austin, what have you been playing? I've been playing a game. Mm. Um, I was away over the weekend for, for like three or four days, so I've not played a great deal of it, but I've been uh, so much stomping upstairs. I've been playing uh, Star Wars again, and I'm really enjoying it. Um, I've met I've met our, everyone's favorite frog boy. Um, uh, <laughs> Turgle. Yeah. Turgle. Um, and uh, I've been sort of going off uh, as much off the beaten path as I can. I can tell that I'm Metroidvania-ing a lot, like I'm encountering doors where I'm like, oh, can't get through there yet. You're still trying mm. to brute force them, though? Well, that's sometimes, what I do. yeah. I'll, I'll sort of press all of every button on the controller before before I go away. I got or, trapped you know, in a puzzle. jump over stuff. and Just, just dashing through yeah. walls. <laughs> got trapped in a puzzle and I couldn't get out because mm-hmm. I don't have the necessary skills so um, I to quit. But... Yeah, really enjoying it. I think it looks really good. Um, I'm still having issues with it, with the way it runs, though. I've not had any more crashes, and it did actually get a, just a little update, like a some a little patch um, this week. But uh, it's not it's not crashed on me since last time, uh, last last podcast. But it is pretty stuttery at times, and I've got performance mode enabled as well. Um, Interesting. So I don't really know why. Uh, it it doesn't really tend to stutter during actual gameplay but at the very start and end of cutscenes, you know when i like walk into an area and he's like looking over a vista or whatever it sometimes like hangs a little bit so that's a bit annoying is your um, ps5 getting too hot i don't think so i mean it's it's never had an issue before with like no. any other game and it's always just been in the same place so yeah but then i guess the weather is hot so mm. maybe maybe hot the ps5 is hot i don't yeah. know if that i guess that does affect performance uh ultimately but it's uh, weird I saw a lot of tweets this week about people like reviewers who are playing our game that's coming to PS5 saying that it whatever this mysterious game is which I'm assuming was Final Fantasy 16 given it's coming out this week Mm. um, that a segment of it was so intensive that it was just shutting down PS5 because they were overheating so they were like if you want to play mysterious game make sure you clean your ps5 out before you start it because otherwise if it gets too hot it's just going to sh- turn your ps5 off because it's mm. too intense wow great so. okay. I, that sounds like a ringing endorsement for that game to be honest yeah like, but how this far is, can we push yeah this mysterious game of maybe potentially final fantasy but maybe not but i don't know what other ginormous games coming out yeah. on playstation 5 in the near mm, future so um but uh yeah so it's it's like stuttering in places and then i'm also just seeing like little bits of just stuff that shouldn't really be happening. Like I'll at one point like BD um, or was it BD? No, it was a character. It was Grease. I was in like a cutscene with Grease, and then it like I'm back into gameplay, and he's like walking away from the cutscene. And just as he went out of frame, I turned, and he was walking, doing his end of cutscene, walking out of frame animation, and then he suddenly was like on the other side of the room, <laughs> out of nowhere. Oh no! So. Uh, the game clearly the, the developers thought like well just we'll walk him out of frame and then by the time you turn around he's he's over there doing whatever he's doing but no they they've not quite done it right so i mm. saw him like pop across and That's i'm just seeing shame. yeah mm. i'm just seeing little things like that just mm. little like quality of life like bits and bobs it's not uh, i've not got stuck anywhere at any point i've not like you know got into a room i can't get out of or anything like that but um uh yeah it's just um it's not quite got the polish that i would like it to have mm. but it sounds like my experience has been at least somewhat different to other people who I've spoken to. So mm. I guess I've I've got a bad batch or something. If, oh, oh, very oh, good, very good. Not oh. intentional, but yeah, um, <laughs> it's weird. It's weird that that happens with games at all. You know, some people 
there'll be a game that has like a bad launch, like Cyberpunk or something, and some people will say it's really bad for me, and other people will say it's it's all right, it's a bit buggy, and I don't really understand how that happens mm. from. Mm from one machine to the next or one copy to the next but that's yeah. what's happening with me I'm still waiting for them to fix the bounty bug and oh, yeah. so I can actually finish yeah. the game but I'm not going to get all the trophies so I'm not that bothered by it mm. um, is that all we've played this that's week? that's all I've played this week yeah. I've played two things this week I've played some more Hellblade Send and Sacrifice mm-hmm. I think I'm like right near the end now I've just had to, I stopped playing because it was quite late and I haven't had time to pick it up back up again um, but yeah I, man that game's great love that game um, and then I've also been playing some Assassin's Creed 2. I downloaded the Ezio collection off of PlayStation Plus and been giving that a go. And uh, man, I've, <laughs> I forgot how janky the traversal in these games can be. The amount of times I'm like yelling at Ezio for just, instead of like climbing onto the next rung, just throwing himself into like the, uh, an abyss of mm-hmm. just falling and dying. Um, but it's great. It's <clears throat> the kind of traversal that I really like in Assassin's Creed games. And it's giving me like the happy feeling of just running around a city and like on all the rooftops. And just, I just think it's so nice to have a smaller condensed version. I've not played Assassin's Creed 2 before, but I have played Brotherhood. So I'm kind of playing Assassin's Creed 2, then I play Brotherhood, and then I play Revelations. Um, How far through 2 are you? Um, well, my thing says I'm about 45% of the way through. Okay, so you've probably got like... to the point where you're collecting art. Yeah. I, yeah, I love yeah. that. Yeah. I would leave my console on and like, because the, the money the generates money. Yeah. While, while your system's running. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, I've got so much money now I can buy the armor that I want. I'm nice. at the point where I've rescued a man called Lorenzo who is um, helping me take down the Templars. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think, I just think it's nice. I think it's good. It's funny how when I first saw it, I was like, wow, I forgot the graphics could look like this because I've not played a game that's this era in a while. Mm. But then I also think that some of the cutscenes in the real world of the Assassin's Creed games look worse than the cutscenes in like the kind of old timey world, like mm. some of the facial animations. I mean, obviously, it's not hyper realistic like we're used to nowadays but it's funny how to see like for some reason i noticed a big difference between the opening cutscene in like we're in the animus place and then into like we're in ancient not ancient but old timey mm-hmm. italy mm-hmm. um but yeah i'm really enjoying that so i'm gonna give that keep playing that this weekend but for sun's out i'm not gonna be inside so mm-hmm. so suck it Ezio. Yeah. sorry yeah. about it gonna have to wait are you getting excited for Mirage the more you play? I am. Yeah, I think that's why I've gone back and played them yeah, I was because ask you if that's why. Yeah. I saw Mirage and I was like, man, I can't wait for that. Like I really am excited to explore cities and that kind of thing and I was like, I'm kind of in the mood to go back and play some old stuff. I've also installed um Dishonored 2, so that's mm-hmm. also on my list of things. Dishonored 2 is great. Yeah. I prefer the first one, but there's some amazing levels in Dishonored mm. 2. Mm-hmm. Really cool I stuff. I also thought about installing the other Dishonored like Dishonored Subtitle. I can't remember what the subtitle is because it's not numbered. Uh, Death of the Overseer. That Maybe. I mean, that's an expansion oh, yeah, that's for the yeah. second one. I don't know because there's that. like another one. I don't know if it is Death of the Overseer, but there's a second, second Dishonored on PlayStation Plus. So oh, maybe it's the expansion. It. Maybe I'm, I'm gonna. Sure, I, I think mean, it was quite sizable. I don't know. Um, yeah, have a look. But yeah, that's what I've been playing this week. What have you been playing, Ben? Excellent. I finished off Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Mm-hmm. Uh, turns out I actually got really close to the end and all I needed to do was take over 35% of the hoods right which sucks mm. that's not fun at all uh, and then I could access the final mission 
which right. was also irritating and had bad checkpoints. But I've done it now. I finished Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. I did the darn thing. And there was no real... Uh, you know, last week I was talking about how his brother's kind of a dick to him. Yeah. Um, there was no real resolution for that. It was just like, hey, my bad. Guess I'm going to hang out here. Like, and that's it. It's right. like, oh, man, yeah. you guys, it's not good. The, the relationship you have is not good. Um, but I am glad that I finished it. And I feel like that's a big, like, backlog game, TikTok. Yeah. Um, I do not have the time to jump straight into an, another one of those beautiful remasters. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so lovingly so cared for. Well, especially if you're going backwards, they're going to feel even worse. They if, are. If you go into GTA 3, you're, <laughs> you're not going to have a good gonna time. Going to have a rough one. It did actually make me really want to play Grand Theft Auto 4 because I'm very nostalgic for that. And mm. then it got me thinking... Wow, that game is highly inconvenient to play these days yeah. unless you play on PC. Mm -hmm. Why have they not ported that? That's nuts. Uh, but no, I am very aware that Final Fantasy 16 is out right now and I really want to play it. Um, we've not had any review code through, uh, but I am also playing a game that I can't talk about that is actually dominating my time at the moment and I'll be able to talk about it next week on Review Corner. Mm. Uh, the other thing that I've been playing is more of that Diablo 4. Still playing that in co-op, having a great time. I think I'm close to level 40 now with my Barbara Barian. And I've done a little bit more of the story mode, including t catching up with that fella who's in Final Fantasy uh, 16 as well. The guy from Yorkshire with the, who sounds like he's gargling gravel, who was in Game of Thrones as well. <laughs> right. Uh, you'll know him if you hear him. Sean I can't Bean. Not Sean Bean. No. Uh, he's from Yorkshire and sounds like he's gargling gravel. Yeah, no, this and one is in Game of Thrones. This, yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? Oh, You're I know actually right. Mean. Yeah, that one. That one. The one from The Office. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I can't remember he does what his the name is. Dacha adverts. The Dacha range. There you go. Yeah. It sounds a bit like Mr. Bean. Yeah. It does. <laughs> yeah. Him. Uh, he's also in Diablo, and uh, so it was nice catching up with him, killing some big monsters. Uh, still not yet grown tired of the sort of same gameplay loop, the same formula of hey, there's a dungeon there. Should we go in and do that? Yeah, let's go and do that. And then the interior of the dungeon is uh, very similar looking to mm. all of the other dungeons. Mm -hmm. And But I'm still, I'm having a good time with it and I'll probably keep chipping away at that. Uh, the last little thing that I had a little play with was Luminez Remastered, which I bought in the days of play summer sale for about two pounds. And it was a port, I believe, of the of one of the Vita launch games that I ended up being very surprised with when I gave it a go. It sort of just made my eyes completely glass over, and it's and and I just got kind of lost in it. It's sort of like a Tetris style music blend game. It's hard to describe, and I'm not very good at it. But I really enjoyed just having a mindless few minutes playing it uh, between sessions of more intense games. What's his name? Ralph Einson. Yeah, that's uh. it. Or Innocent. Also, the Dishonored yeah, game is called Death of the Outsider and it is an expanction. But it's it's an expansion. a standalone expansion, so you gotcha. don't have to have the other one. But yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's that's all I've been playing. Um, we'll talk about maybe Final Fantasy 16 next week. Certainly the game I'm playing currently that I'm not allowed to talk about that people who know will know definitely because I alluded to it on my stream this week quite obviously right. uh, but now it's time for another question it is it comes from Rock Reese hi Bap we're at the point where things like Hi-Fi Rush and Jedi Survivor are praised for the fact they are created to be completed instead of aim instead huh yeah 
Instead of aiming to... Instead of aiming to milk us for all of our time and or money. With so many devs still insisting on trying to create the next Destiny or Fortnite, my trust is severely hampered now. This makes me wonder, is is this the worst era of games? I know it sounds melodramatic, but with Sony even trying to make... with Sony even trying to make so many live service games and a new crash coming out that's basically just for online use, I feel the general direction of developers right now is worse than ever before. Thanks, Rock Reese. Thanks, Rock Reese. Thank you, Rock Reese. So Ashton sends us the questions like a, a day or so in advance and uh, we read them and, and, you know, make some notes and stuff. And when I first saw this question, without like really considering it, I was like, yeah, I think probably being melodramatic, like it's not it's not the worst, it was worst time for gaming ever or the worst era of games. And then like now that I've reread this question and thought more about it, I don't necessarily want to like fully commit to that and say, yes, it is. But actually, things are a bit worse than, you know, when most. I've stopped to think, mm. of, yeah, worse than most, like... There's just a lot of live service happening and there's a lot of like um, just multiplayer only games that don't have a a decent story, which I mean, it's difficult to say because evidently part of the reason that those things are happening is because the general populace presumably like that and are enjoying that or at least they pay for it. And whether they like it or not, I have to imagine that they do uh, if these things are successful and people are sinking the money into it. But um personally, it's not really for me. I don't play a lot of multiplayer, even just like, I don't know, even the games that I like, for example. I used to play a bit of Battlefront 2, and I don't play that anymore. I've not bought Crash Team Rumble, even though most of the reviews I've seen online, people are saying like, oh, it's surprisingly good if you actually sit down and play it. Like, it wasn't really for me as a concept, and I played it, and it's good. And, you know, I'm a massive Crash Bandicoot fan, and I followed the development of this thing for a long time when it was, before it was officially confirmed, there were a lot of just rumors happening. So I was, like, interested in it until they showed what it was, and then now I'm not. Um, So I do feel like, whether I would say it's the worst era of gaming, I don't know, but it's certainly probably the era of gaming that feels like it caters to my personal uh, proclivities uh, the least um, mm. or the least in, in a in a while that I can think of. Um, all three of us, I think, at, at, at some point over the past year or two have, albeit briefly uh, and perhaps without much reason, have sort of asked the question, do I... Do I like games as much as I used to? <laughs> and then, like, came to the conclusion that yes, no, I do, I do. I was just having a crisis of faith, but um, I think that's probably quite telling that all of us have, even just for a moment, thought, "Is this mm. my hobby still?" Yeah, it is. I think I think it is. I think it is. But you know, to even ask the question is kind of telling. I've been feeling like we live in a society, yeah, and, we do. Um, I think that my current view on like all, not all pop, but yeah, all pop culture and currently like a lot of creative stuff is that like we're running out of, of creative individual thought is the kind of my vibe right now. Cause the amount of like sequels and remakes mm. and stuff that are coming, not just in games, but in also movies and TV and stuff, it is starting to feel a bit like everything we've seen, we've seen before. And obviously there will be a point where there will not ever be a single individual thought ever again because there's too many people on the planet. However, I don't know if it's the worst era of gaming. I would never, I don't think it's that bad. However, like Peter says, I'm not going to tell you it's a positive, I'm feeling positive about Mm. this current era of gaming. I feel like I find myself complaining more about games that are coming out or feeling disinterested with more games that are coming out now than I have been 
in a while and also disappointed on release when games are coming out half finished or buggy as all heck and still kind of having all of these problems. I do feel disenfranchised a little bit with with what's going on. Um, I also feel like we're in a this current last four or five years has been turmoil in society and all different kinds of reasons which is probably why we're still feeling the effects of these things and there's still so many kind of ramifications from the panny d um (laughs) no from a panny d to a cosy live yeah exactly um i knew it i knew it'd piss you off that's why i said it um and I do think that there's still like a lot of ramifications from that. And I feel like we're still feeling the effects of in games of what happened with everyone being locked in their houses and stuff. So I don't think it's the worst era. However, I do think we're in a time of greed and less creative influence from artists and writers and the rise of AI is is not a good thing for anyone and especially not games because where it's starting to be used in TV shows recently was used in a Marvel TV show yeah. to make the title sequence um that is not good and if that is going to start coming into effect with games then I think we'll be on our track to hit the worst era of gaming but for now I don't like the main focus on um, free-to-play or what they're called, live service games. However, I don't think it's all that bad yet because we're still getting other Mm -hmm. games, which is the minute we stop getting these other games and we're just getting live service games, that is when we will have hit rock bottom. And I guess it's good at least that games like Hi-Fi Rush and Jedi Survivor are being praised Mm -hmm. for what they're doing. If people, if reviewers, critics were saying... Oh well, there's not a lot of like end game. There's not a lot of long, yeah. you know. This isn't, I'm, I can't play this multiplayer for the next two years. Then that would be even worse. Yeah, if that was a criticism. Yeah, hmm. I think that historically every modern current era of gaming has felt like the worst one. Yeah, mm-hmm. probably. Yeah. Probably because it's difficult to separate being in it from the objective situation while you're currently living it i feel like with the benefit of hindsight past worst times have not been so bad Mm. and that could be just due to the fact that actually everything is getting worse all the time and uh (laughs) and hey maybe currently isn't bad because it's gonna get worse or maybe it's genuinely just not that bad like we rewind a few years ago to 2019 and i feel like the state of games that year in terms of big releases was kind of rubbish. Like Mm -hmm. there wasn't that much big stuff. There was still some huge games, some very popular games, but you fast forward to even this year, the amount of really good high quality Mm -hmm. games that are releasing um, is, is staggering. And that may be because of the Panny D and all these games having been delayed and they're all coming out now because they're finally ready. Yeah. It sucks that a lot of these games are coming out and they're not finished. And that's, that's inexcusable. And For me personally, as you said, Peter, there is a real focus, it seems, in the industry at the moment on genres and business approaches that I don't find interesting at all. Mm -hmm. However, it also feels like there's never been a bigger variety of games to play and to try out. Mm -hmm. Like the, the explosion of the indie scene has been ongoing for over a decade now, and I feel like it's only gonna continue to get bigger and bigger. And they're only getting more and more of a spotlight shone on them at things like SGF, like we've just seen. If I were to personally pick an era of gaming that, because I feel like 
it's probably quite subjective. What, mm. what, it, it, what is the worst time in gaming is probably different for everybody. For me, if you want to talk about crappy business practices, it was between 2010 and 2013 when Sony introduced online passes to games and then several other big publishers followed suit in an effort to essentially kill the secondhand games market mm. or at least make some more money out of people. So if you're not familiar mm. with what this is, it's every game that had an online component came with a little slip of paper with a code in that you had to input in order to access that game's online features. And once it was redeemed, it was gone. And But don't worry, if you got it second hand or whatever you could still play online you just had to pay a little bit more money directly to the publisher mm -hmm. in order to play online and that was not very good it was quite anti-consumer very anti-consumer and thankfully it started to die out towards the end of 2013 but that sucked and that that felt like a direct assault on on players and consumers mm. uh, so for me personally that that would be one of the worst eras of gaming for someone else it might be when et killed the entire games yeah. industry yeah. Yeah. you know it's 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 a sliding scale of what's important to you and what isn't and yeah there's a lot of stuff going on at the moment that is rubbish um but i would not rush to label it as the worst the mm. worst era in gaming for me personally at least no i don't think it's the worst era of all time I just think that obviously, like you say, right now, there is a lot of people feeling very disenfranchised. disappointed, disenfranchised with the gaming industry, which I think is completely normal. And like you say, maybe in a few years time, we'll be like, well, wasn't 2023 a fantastic year for gaming? <laughs> and we'll, have, we'll look back at ourselves and be like, ha, they didn't know what they had. Playing on our Microsoft, Apple, yeah. PlayStation, Nintendo Playing Switch. on our own eyes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, well... That's it. What's your worst year in gaming? Yeah. <laughs> Let us know. It's time, though, for something a little bizarre. A little bit strange. It's And it's new. It's not new, but the story might be. It's weird news. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like, what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. It's weird news time, time for some weird video game news. If you would like to submit weird gaming news to us and get a shout out right here, 
on this podcast, uh, then you need to send us some weird news stories in response to the post that goes up on a Tuesday. Mm, yes. yes. On a Tuesday on Facebook and Twitter. However, if you'd like to guarantee a shout out at this point in the podcast, you need to go to patreon.com forward slash team triple jump supporters at a certain tier and become an podcast producer just like G.Y. Goliath. Nicole Hansen. Duncan Wilson. Katie Garadodjared. Gabrielle Philippink. Ellie Nicholas. Nexus Polaris. Melody Elbonet. And Blake Tomas. It's Blake. Blake Thomas. Yeah, thank you, thank you very you, Blake. much, Blake. Thank you, podcast producers. Thank you, podcast producers. Thank you, podcast producers. Peter, you got some weird news then. I've got a weird news here that was submitted via Twitter from Calcifer, Drag- uh, Calcifer underscore Dragon uh, and also on Facebook from Mitch Goodall. So thank you to both of you for sending this story. According to PCGamer.com, just let it load. Um, here it comes. Yeah. It's written by Rich Stanton, um, and the headline is, The Steam subreddit has suddenly become all about actual Steam and Steam trains. Excellent. Cool. Subheading, one of the many user protests against what's happening at Reddit, full stop. The I Steam- don't really get that bit. Because mm. they're protesting Reddit being... Dingles. Yeah. And I just thought that they were just not posting on Reddit. Well, they were. And, and but now, now I keep seeing that they're just play, posting the wrong thing. I don't go on Reddit that often, um, but occasionally I'll, if I'm sort of bored, I've got nothing to yeah. do, I'll open the app and then I'll be on it for like an hour and a half and just like, you know, looking at stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was on the front page uh, yesterday or the day before and interesting as F, interesting as Flip, the subreddit where interesting things get posted, mm. um, Apparently, what they're doing on there is just posting loads and loads and loads of not safe for work gifts. <laughs> oh um, my goodness! So every single post was like a blurred NSFW thing. I was like, keep scrolling. Is that why scrolling. you spent an hour and a half? That's yeah. exactly yeah. why. Tapping yeah. on every single one. Definitely. Um, so that's how they're doing it. I think yeah. everyone did like a blackout, and then like some yeah. have now come back, but they're all they're now doing protesting. their own. Fair enough. Protest. I do get that. Like, uh, I support it, and yeah. and I understand that probably the the effort there is to try and make whatever subreddit is just useless to whoever wants yeah. to use it. Like, oh, Reddit's rubbish. I'm not going to come back. But also, it does feel like almost like they're spiting themselves in yeah. a way. Like they're they're ruining their, their own house. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. Anyway, I uh, hope they get what they what they're after. Let's learn more. The Steam subreddit has long been one of my, oh, it's a personal personal comment here from uh, Rich. from Rich Danton. It's long been one of my go-to checks of a morning for the simple reason that the crowd there really, really care about what's going on with Valve's omnipresent PC gaming platform. As one should, of course. It's a community that pours over small changes and is constantly coming up with potential improvements, complaints, and Gabe Newell memes. And honestly, I kind of admire anyone who thinks this much about a gaming client. Check out the Steam subreddit today, however, and you'll find no detailed arguments about how achievements are displayed or chart discussions. Instead, you'll find a whole bunch of enthusiasm for enthusiasm for and posts about Steam. You know, a substance containing water in the gas phase that has a million different applications, the harnessing of which is one of the most important technological revolutions in history. Uh, then there's some examples. Someone's put rate my setup, and it's just the sort of <laughs> cockpit, Good. which is not the word, of a steam train, uh, you know, the engine room. Uh, this Canadian Pacific steamship is currently being restored in Canada. Pretty neat, eh? And there's just a photo of a steamship. Very steamy. Someone's done their, like, it's like a vivarium thing or nice. a, wh- whatever the word would be. Um, and then terrarium. just a, a terrarium. And then just a pan that's boiling. Just upgraded from an RTX 2070. Super. Uh, RTX 2070 Super to this. Any thoughts on further upgrades? <laughs> um, 
etc. Oh, there's loads. Turbine or piston? Question mark. Look at this beautiful valve. Photo of a valve. Good. Very um, good. Shrunk the setup. Thoughts? And it's a tiny little steam train. Very good. Brilliant. Um, the community is leaning into the whole valve slash steam versus valve slash steam with no uppercase letters misunderstanding because of reddit's ongoing battle with large parts of its own user base and third-party developers who for many years have been able to use the site's api for free in creating third-party applications which a lot of people use because reddit's official app didn't exist for ages and when it arrived it was rubbish the large-scale <laughs> protests saw over 7,000 subreddits going dark though the steam subreddit is one of many joining the protest in its own way the article continues, but that is the gist of it. So, mm. yeah, for those who didn't know, Reddit have made it now very difficult for people to sort of do third-party stuff. Um, they've they've essentially introduced things that are going to break a lot of subreddits um, if they're if they're applied because of um, the, the way that these things are kind of looked after. I think and bots also, aren't going to work bots, as well. Yeah. yeah, and they're pulling a Tumblr and saying that they can't have any NSFW content on there <laughs> anywhere at all. Well, all the porn subreddits. How dare you? Yeah, that's rubbish. Maybe yeah. you should be getting your pornography from somewhere else, like paying paying a, a sex worker for it. Possibly, yeah. Possibly. But it's so convenient, Peter. It is it's right there on the it for free. Collated on, for me. On an interesting it's right as flip yeah. subreddit. <laughs> I have some weird news from mm. Snowy Boy Yanni O Four on Twitter. Honestly, the weirdest part about this whole article is the heading uh it crapped me out when i saw it the other day it's from eurogamer by tom phillips jeff Keeley says woman was due to appear on saturday uh, summer game fest stage there was something that that was something that's a fair flag he says there was he don't who you don't know um summer game fest was the other week and there was not one single woman who was asked to talk on the show there was a bunch of male white male developers who were talking and people were like is it that difficult to just find a woman to speak to, mm. to just diversify the people who were talking to. It didn't really bother me that much because I didn't want to hear anyone speak anyway, but um, it is a, a fair comment that people were saying. And then Just give us the exact wording again of that headline because yeah. it's unfortunate. Yeah. Jeff Keighley says, woman was due to appear on yep. Summer Game Fest stage. It should have been a comma there, but it just says, Jeff Keighley says woman was due to appear on stage Summer Game Fest stage. I mean, that's great. Big from, win for woman. From Eurogamer. Was it Eurogamer? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I saw the I saw people retweeting the, the the headline saying this is great. How they've worded I it. Like, no, it. no yeah. notes. Sometimes, like, is... just sometimes, maybe do include the, like the word ah. Yeah. Or like include articles in your article yeah. headlines. No, because... it was intentional. It was it was like there was there was woman. That's all Jeff talked about. Was it about. actually intentional? Yeah. I thought this was you know like when they they'll say like uh, uh, headlines say man found in right in right right bin or whatever. <laughs> oh, see, I thought I thought this was intentional because it was highlighting well, the fact that it was woman. I don't singular. know. Should I read the article? Read the article, yes. yeah. But I thought it was just making fun of Jeff, basically. Yeah. He all he said was woman, woman. was meant to be there. Yeah. Well, if One. he said that, then yes. But yeah. I thought it was symptomatic of the way that headlines are written, and it made it look even worse by saying woman was going to be there. <laughs> Summer Game Fest host Jeff Keighley has commented on the lack of women on stage during this year's show. That and said one woman had been due to appear. Okay. Discussing the show with CBC, CBC uh, Keeley acknowledged that all, the all-male lineup on stage had been a fair flag for criticism, even if this had not originally been the intent. This is us actress Melanie LeBird, who also stars in Alan Wake 2 as its new co-protagonist, had been due to appear at one point, Keeley said. However, due to the actress's 
The actress could not attend due to a schedule conflict. And there's a quote from Jeff here. We also want to be authentic to the games that are being presented on the show and the developers that are making them. So yeah, I think we're conscious of it. And that's basically what he said. Mm. But a woman was supposed to appear on uh, Summer Game Fest. Yeah, that's interesting, the point you raised, Peter, because I didn't view it that way. I just saw it as as Euro, um, Eurogamer taking a, taking the opportunity to sort of dunk on Jeff's yeah. defense, I mean, it which was, was a like, little bit like that. one woman. Yeah. One that's woman, okay, so woman was, was meant to appear. But I think they're saying like, he says one woman was meant mm. to, but then when you like cut down headlines and uh, you know they remove a yeah. lot of words from from news headlines, that's yeah. how it came out, which makes it even worse. Yeah, um, it yeah. is just it is absolutely like it's kind of a non-story because there's no point saying there was because there wasn't. But like it's just funny the way that because Kotaku also had a very similar headline to their article as well, which mm. is like Jeff Keighley said woman, the woman. Yeah. The nominated the woman. woman. Yeah. Right. She was allowed to appear, but mm -hmm. no, she said there wasn't any women. It's partly, I guess, down to um, developers and publishers as well for seemingly probably not having that many women in, in roles where, you know, lead, here comes lead director, another man on yeah. this game to come mm. and talk about this game. Um, you know, Jeff is, is still, you know, party to this, but uh, mm. yeah, it, it comes down to some of these studios as yeah, well. Yeah, absolutely. And also, people on Twitter, hmm. really, really annoying. Who cares? Who cares? <laughs> well, if they only represent 1% of gamers anyway, not, not correct. At all. Not correct, by the way. <laughs> even if it was 1%, there, was, cells, there was not even 1% 1%, yeah. woman on stage. So what are you talking about? Yeah, not even a foot. They, uh, did people actually oh. say that? They only represent 1% of yeah. gamers. People anyway. are like, such a small minority of gamers. And I'm like, isn't it like 49% of gamers I are women? I think so. It's, it's about And then they're like, oh, but they so just play much. Candy Crush. And you're like, no, they play games. Yeah. You horrible, horrible little man. Weasel man. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have some news, Ben? In some parts of the gaming sphere, it's something like 80% women um, yeah. in uh, certain genres and certain platforms and stuff. But yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's... Yeah. yeah. People yeah. always anyway. like, no one represent, no one understands Switch as its own like entity. And then they'll also be like, but also 85% of people who play it are women. So there's no gamers in this world. Yeah. Anyway. Enough of the weasels. I've got yeah. Don't just 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 it's suffocate them. Just ignore them. Mm. Um, we have got some weird news now from Johnny Mac at Johnny Mac thirteen on Twitter. This comes from Time Extension Random, Random. Weasel discovered. Weasel. <laughs> Rare Sega Dreamcast dev kit worth thousands turns up in a lot electronics recycled shop. Wow. Uh, so here we are. A rare Sega Dreamcast development kit worth thousands has turned up in the unlikeliest, unlikeliest of locations as spotted by at DMGDeeb over on Twitter. The dev kit, which includes, get ready, Peter, you'll be excited about this, a GD Writer HKT04, get ready, Ashton, a uh, DevBox HKT01, oh, man, a Dreamcast that. unit, Jesus. and a Dreamcast keyboard, along with a development disc for a Japanese exclusive photo editor, was discovered inside a small museum at REP a and I've looked this up Tequila based electronics recycle shop that DMG Deeb was visiting at the time Tequila is in Washington oh okay mm. that is a lot of 
small of uh, acronyms. Yes. Letters. Letters. According to one of DMG Deeb's tweets, someone actually donated the kit to the store, which opens up a ton of questions about how the original owner came to hand it over. There's the picture. It just looks like a PC tower. That's the coolest thing I've ever seen in my whole life. I knew you'd like it. It's got an ABCD in it. Yeah. G-E-F-H-I-J. Well, <laughs> well, hold on. Hold on. A Katana HKT01 dev box alone sold for $2,296.77 on eBay back in 2022. So we have to imagine that this is worth substantially more than that. It's therefore a little hard to picture someone just giving it away unless they were personally trying to help out the store's owners with a big donation or didn't have a clue what they had on their hands to begin with. Mm. So there we are. That was wow. it. That's it. That's the... Uh, Lucky. I always wanted a HT... Dash one o k. That's it. HKT zero four. Yeah. Yeah. HKT zero one as well. Guys, I've got course. an HKT zero nine. Oh home. my god, that's worth like hundred and fifty pounds. That's yeah. five better than this one. Yeah. It is. Um, still though, kind of mental. Yeah. Uh, if you you know, I would have seen that and thought that's a PC if tower. You care about mm, that. But yeah. if you if you know what it is, yeah, mm. they, they, these these things probably are becoming more and more rare, aren't they? Yeah. I want one of those PS5 dev kits that looks like a big V. Remember oh, yeah. those and they everyone were, was scared oh, yeah. that the consoles were going to I want one of those. Yeah. That'd be fun. Uh it's time now for the big discussion. Oh, oh. It's big discussion time. Time for the big video game discussion that this week comes courtesy of Dan. Thanks, Dan. Just Dan. Dan the man. Holy Snapple, that was a good Nintendo Direct, wasn't it? What do you think of their announcements and what will you be playing? Thanks, Tide Author Dan. Thanks, Thanks Dan. Tide Author Dan. Uh, yes, Nintendo Direct was on Wednesday afternoon at a reasonable time, which was lovely for us. 3 p.m. was lovely. And uh, some people were speculating that maybe there'll be some big stuff there, considering that Tears of the Kingdom was their last major mm. game mm. that we knew of that was coming soon. Obviously, we, we didn't really know when Pikmin was coming. And I think, uh, what's it called? Metroid is also sort of just, we don't know what's going on with that. Mm -hmm. uh, we didn't know when Pikmin was coming. Sorry? We did know when Pikmin We was did? Coming. Yeah. Okay, well, I take that back then. Regardless, we were hoping to see some big stuff there. And I think we got some big stuff there. Yeah. yeah. It was pretty exciting. And some pretty close release dates for them as well. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, very, very good, I think, on the whole. We're going to run through the things that were announced. Yeah. Can we just yeah. take it one one at a time? Yeah. yeah. Are these your words, Ashton, or are they from... No, um, no I wrote mine. Uh, based on an article, and then Ben said they're not in the right order. They're so not. then he made, he got his own list. No, no, no. I I just moved yours around. I oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, so I just rearranged them. Oh, not all of them are mine. Because there's occasional them. bits of like hell yeah and stuff, and I'm not sure if if we're oh, quoting the, someone. The else hell on yeahs that. aren't mine. Okay. They are yours. They're not. They're not right. yours. No. Okay. I, maybe I did delete mine and just I think I deleted mine and put something else's in because okay. I don't think I wrote this. We'll, we'll read this and some of it is not our words. Some of it's yeah. opinion citation needed. Okay. But anyway. Uh shall I shall I start? Yeah, go on, Peter. Go Pokemon it. Scarlet and Violet, the hidden treasure of Area Zero DLC is sort of fully detailed. We saw a few yeah. minutes of it. Mm -hmm. um, Two segments. Yeah. One coming out in fall and one coming out in winter. Yeah, which are kind of in quite disparate locations. One's in like an underwater city or mm. something. The Teal Mask was one of them. Yeah, and uh, I, I, this did make me think like, I kind of wish I still liked Pokemon and understood who, who all these Pokemon are. Mm. I do feel like I'm now just, I'm so far lost on knowing what the hell any of these Pokemon are that I'll probably never ever get back into it. Mm. Well, and I never really was into it in the gaming sense in the first place, but I liked it as a franchise. You grew up in, in the, the 90s. Yeah, well. Hard but, to avoid. Yeah, exactly. 
Uh, I had the cards and stuff and watched it on TV occasionally. But um, it, it did make me think like, man, that looks nice. Especially if you like Pokemon, which I don't or I don't know anything about it. Mm. But mm. You know what my most significant issue with this uh, trailer was? Mm. What? The lady's haircut. Oh, yeah, the fringe. Oh, with the fringe. The fringe there that went... people who had the yeah. same. Yeah, the and fringe then, like, that went across. Brother. Yeah, what was... And it was basically covering... Their the eyes were just poking out. Yeah. yeah. It was really weird. That was, was really very weird. weird. There's some very strange haircuts in uh, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet anyway, but that is the strangest one I've yeah, seen. Yeah, it's pretty good. There was something very... I can't wait of, for the cosplayers to make that. Kind of upsetting yeah. about that. Yeah. I didn't... I don't know. Physically, that shouldn't work. No. How does it, it's like a bumblebee flying. How how can a fringe <laughs> yeah. do that? Every day, she straightens it to cover her nose. To cross Sorry, over her nose yeah. in, a, in two little J's. Mm. It's weird, like a hair tusk. Yeah. Very weird. <laughs> Horrible. Uh, we also got another look at Sonic Superstars, which we got a look at at Summer Game Fest. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Back to vintage Sonic by the looks of things. Yeah. But yeah, it looks pretty good. Mm -hmm. It looks lovely, mm. I think. I mean, again, I don't have that much experience of Sonic, but I do think like that is probably what they should be doing. I think they should yeah. be just making games like that, not the... 3D ones that just move too fast for you to be able to turn properly. Just give me a 2D plane and it probably plays a lot better. Mm -hmm. uh, we also saw multiplayer farming sim Palia? Palia? Palia. Palia, which is coming in holiday 2023 and is also coming to Switch. Now, that was the first farming sim game. Yes, that but that's got like, uh, it's got kind of building. It's a life sim and a farming sim. And also it's got like some kind of exploration, which you can play online with other people or just on your own if you fancy. Mm -hmm. Looks pretty decent. Mm -hmm. Free to play as well. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, pst. Persona Whoa. 5 Tactica. The 5 looks like an S, and when it said P5T, I just went pssst to myself <laughs> when I saw it. Mm. Uh, it's a Persona 5 spin-off heading to Switch. We saw this the other day as well. Yeah, we? yeah. Um, we thought it was just coming to Xbox and PC, but yeah. that's it for that as well. It's coming elsewhere as well. Yeah. It's still not really sold on Persona Tactics, but we'll see. It will come out and I'll lose my mind probably, so, <laughs> you know, whatever. Um, Myth Force. Uh, a game inspired by Saturday morning cartoons. Yes. I don't remember much about this game. I like the look of this. This is I like a, really a co-op roguelike or roguelike. Like E-Man style. Yeah, it oh, is. Oh, yes. It looks like that yeah. guy's YouTube videos where he rotoscopes people into mm -hmm. like games and or whatever. Um, I can't remember. I can't even describe the videos that he does really. But he applies this weird effect where it's sort of like a cartoon. Oh, yeah. I know the channel you mean. Saturday yeah. morning cartoon style, which is very similar to it looks what they've done here, where they, they do all look like cartoons, mm. like He-Man, as you mm. said. Yeah. Uh, but you're going through dungeons and you've got all, you know, the the typical classes and stuff and fighting your way through these these roguelike environments. Look, looked interesting. I like yeah. the look of it. Mm. Yeah, it did. Uh, this is me now, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, new Splatfest is coming to Splatoon. Uh, it, pin it, 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 it pits vanilla against strawberry and mint choc chip ice cream. At one point, the voiceover man went, mmm, delicious cream. <laughs> Did he? <laughs> I must have tuned that out. And yeah. that's happening between the 14th and the 16th of July. So get stuck into that new Splatfest. Out of interest, what's your favorite of the three? Um, I, I quite like mint chip. I'm a bit of a mint gal. I don't really yeah. like strawberry ice cream. No, I mm -hmm. don't. I like strawberry sweets so, and stuff, yeah. but I don't like it as ice cream that no. much. I'd eat it if it was put in front of me. But yeah. <laughs> I like all of them, but I'm I'm a huge vanilla fan in mm. general. I think it's a delicious flavor yeah. and a lovely smell. Mm. Mm, I agree. Detective Pikachu, Pikachu, Choo, 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 Choo. <laughs> Detective Pikachu, Two 
is real and it's coming this year. Yeah. Detective um, Pikachu Returns, I think, is the official Yes, that's title. right. It was called that. So you can go solve mysteries. Uh, there was a Vulpix in that. I saw a Vulpix and a yeah. Snorlax. Great. Um, uh-huh. In fact, no, the, the Vulpix was in Scarlet and Violet. And that's the only Pokemon I recognize okay. in the entire trailer. There's a mystery happening with Mewtwo during yeah, Pokemon yeah, Friendship yeah. Week. And, po- and Pikachu just loves his coffee. Yeah. He can't get enough of it. There's a Psyduck with a detective hat on as well at one mm. point. Yeah, I recognized a lot more Pokemon in this than I did in Skull and Fire. Mm. Yeah. No Ryan Reynolds. No. Uh, no Danny DeVito either voicing Detective Pikachu. No. Uh, Such a but, shame. you know, it, it, it is what it is. It's coming. It Still, is. it was an all right voice, though. It was yeah, I've got no issue suitably with it. kind of you know jarring to see a little Pikachu speaking like that. So yeah. this doesn't have the release date on, but I'm pretty sure it's coming in November. Okay, this I can year. I can have a check now. Yeah. Also, Super Mario RPG remake yes. is real with new graphics and old gameplay. It looks pretty cute. This one. Yeah, it did. Um, it has big Final Fantasy VII vibes in my mind. Um, that you I think mean is Final Jamboree. Sorry, so. I think yes. Thank of you. Uh... Um. I, yeah, I think this is also coming this year. I want to say October, but that might be the other Mario game that we've got to look at. Um, but yeah, this looks pretty cute. And for fans of the 1996, I think, original, yeah. um, or never got to play that, this hopefully should scratch that itch. I like some of the character designs in this, like monster designs and stuff. Mm. It looked really good. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Detective Pikachu 2 is coming out in October, Ah, it seems. And uh, yes, this, I've long heard the uh, people extolling the virtues of Super Mario RPG and I've never had a chance to play it. It seems like the... This one's coming November 17th, sorry. Excellent. It seems like the reaction online among hardcore fans of uh, Super Mario RPG is very positive. They're Mm -hmm. really happy about how it's been translated Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, you've got sort of the same stubby character designs um, that were in the original, but they've been modernized and cartoonized a bit more. And uh, uh, this is one I would like to play. I would really like to play this one. It looks looks uh, turn-based and I have no idea what the story is, but it's one of those games that people are like, ah, that game Mm. is one of the games. Mm -hmm. It's one of the games. And so I'm looking forward to getting the opportunity to play it on conventional hardware. Mm. Next up, we've got is it my turn? Yeah. yeah. We've got Princess Peach, who's getting her own game. Mm. It doesn't have a name yet, and it seemed to sort of take place on a stage. Yeah, at one point the guy said, when she stands on that spot of the stage, hmm, oh, what? What's, what's this? <laughs> what's yeah, it was a bit translated from Japanese, <laughs> yeah. wasn't it? There was bit? so many awkward, like, the voice of man doing strange pauses during the show yesterday was cracking me up. But mm. I'm a fan of a Princess Peach game, Yeah, and this looks pretty good, but no really state, no name. Don't know what nothing, it is. No. So. Don't know no, what it is. We'll, we'll learn more sort of next time. Yeah. I think. Her dress went blue briefly yeah. at it one did. point. That yeah. happened. I think Princess Daisy was there too. What's happening? Yeah. To complete the trifecta, Luigi is also. Remember Luigi? He's back in Luigi's <laughs> Mansion Dark Moon from the 3DS being remade. Yeah. Um, so there you go. You've got Mario, Peach, and Luigi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if it's a full remake or it's just an updated graphics. It may I just think be it's just a remaster. shine. They didn't specifically say a spit and shine. remake or remaster or, or anything. They just. They used some word like it's it's upgrade. Yeah, uh, upgrade, which doesn't Visually tell you. Enhanced. Yeah, doesn't mm. tell you exactly how they've done it, whether they've done it from the ground up or just spit polish. But yeah, sounds like a remaster more than a remake to me. But. Yeah, 
Do you remember how well Witcher 3 ran on the Switch? Yeah. yeah. Well, guess what they're also putting on the Switch? The Batman Arkham Trilogy. Hooray! Um, I think it's going to run like ass. Uh, it didn't run particularly well when it came out originally anyway. Yeah. doesn't run that well on PC most of the time. Well, they managed to get Arkham City sort of running on the Wii U. Yes. And the Switch isn't a huge leap forward in terms of power. No. But... Arkham Knight in particular, the third game, I feel, will probably struggle the yeah, most. Yeah, probably. Um, we're wondering if it might be cloud gaming or if you'll be able to actually install it on your Switch. You might have to delete every other game on there. Um, but yeah, that is coming at some point this year. Mm-hmm. So, Gloomhaven is coming to Switch on the 18th of September. That's an indie that made James go, oh, Gloomhaven. It had cards and it had hexagons yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it was a fighting tactical game mm-hmm. that's all i know about it yeah just dance 2024 there are more tracks confirmed um and you can get a one month free trial apparently whatever that means i don't know what that means well so. i think it's just you can get the game for free for a month and oh. then th- this a battle pass like... situation because they're adding more songs as the year goes on okay interesting so, so it's free to play now for a month. yeah for a month that feels like all the time i would probably want with just yeah. dance if, like... but you might get hooked maybe you might love it. Yeah, I could actually. Yeah. Possibly. Um, Silent Hope is a new X-Seed action RPG game. This one, well, was it one of them anime games again, this one? The man said, this may not be an exact quote because I only wrote it down about 10 minutes after the trailer had happened, but heroes bound by fate must explore the abyss to find the lost king. Oh yeah, you love this. Thought, you love that. That, that, Tells me that separates it from zero other anime mm. games. But all of the other anime games involve exploring the abyss to find the lost king. But does other anime games have a sad princess who's so sad she's trapped in a crystal of her yeah, own? Alone. Is that this one? I think so. Okay, but and also the king. Why has the king stolen all of the words? Why that was yeah, a yeah, question yeah. they That's asked at the end. It's like, what does it's that the mean? USP. Princess in tears and stolen words. Tears yeah. of the princess. Yeah. Tears yeah. of the. If only there was a more concise name. Mm. Tears of the kingdom. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. Never mind. That wouldn't work. Uh, we've also got a new trailer for fantasy farming sim Fay Farm. Yeah, that's two, two fantasy farming. I think sims there was now. also a third one in there um, that had farming in. Oh really? Yeah. Okay, so we may be up to three at this mm. point. Yeah. Not quite as many as last time. No. Not quite as many. many. It's kind of Stardew-ish looking, wasn't it? Yeah, we've seen Fae Farm a few times, I think. Mm -hmm. Fae Farm, Faux Farm. Yes. Uh, Also, Manic Mechanics, four-player co-op mechanic take on Overcooked. I mean, it looks good in the sense that Overcooked is good, but I do wonder how many times can we just reskin Overcooked where you're on a spaceship. There's a lot of Overcooked-style games. You know, like, yeah. My favorite bit from that trailer was, let's make your chassis real classy. And my brain went, I don't think it's chassis. Uh, but okay. Mm. It's pronounced chassis. 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 Yeah, chassis. <laughs> um, we got a new, a second DLC for Mario and Rabbids Sparks of Hope, which dropped yesterday. And I think it was called like The Last Spark or something. Um, it looked a bit like, I want to say like Avatar was what the vibes I got in the sense of that there's like a tribe of, mm, yeah. of rabbits who have, they've got face paint and stuff on. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's exciting. I'm a big fan of that game. I've not finished it, but I need to. Um, but yeah, it dropped last night. That was the first we heard about it, and it happened yesterday. So yeah, interesting. 
Dragon Quest Monsters The Dark Prince is the series take on Pokemon, but with genetic splicing, it says. I'm fairly sure Dragon Quest has always had sort of like a Pokemon angle. But mm. regardless, you're becoming the uh, the king of monsters, I think is what it said in the trailer. A man with a beard said, you're going to have to become a monster wrangler. Oh, like yeah. That. The accents were really weird in this one. Because Sound like David Tennant briefly. Because it, I think we've spoken about this before, maybe on weirdest games. Like anime stuff always feels like the the characters should speak with an American accent mm -hmm. in a way. And so when there were these broad English accents yeah. in there, it kind of threw me off quite a lot. It's not as dramatic and exciting, is it, when it's no. just... Uh, yeah. It also looked a bit rough. It, mm. Like it didn't, presentation-wise, didn't look great. I there agree. was a bit the at the end where... The combat was juddery as, even in the stream, like it looked like it was running at 10 frames per oh, second. I wondered for a minute when I first saw it, I was like, oh, is this some sort of like re-release of a game from about 15 years ago? Because it just didn't look that that good and they're like yeah. oh no there fine. was there was a bit at the end where they were like oh dramatic final bit and there was some limply delivered line that didn't sound very threatening mm. and there was a, a shot of the village that we've seen a few times in the in the mm. trailer that had one of the worst fire effects i've ever seen going on it's like <laughs> is that this the stakes don't seem very high mm. I, d I don't know i really don't know about that one uh not sure uh pikmin 4 gameplay uh gameplay walkthrough uh we've seen interior and underground areas now mm -hmm. so more pikmin uh we obviously knew that this was sort of this existed but we we saw a fair amount of it there i mean i don't really get the appeal of pikmin or at least a fourth pikmin you know sure i kind of feel like surely a lot of pikmin has just sort of been done now in the first few games but uh hey there's new like glowy pikmin that only come out at night yeah and, and other stuff o oatly the dog yeah oh. the two-legged dog They're still o innovating. Ochi? Ochi, yeah. Ochi? Ochi? who looks like a colin the caterpillar cake um, yeah, I don't yeah. like Ochi. Um, Everyone was losing their minds over Ochi. I find Ochi quite unsettling. Mm -hmm. I liked Ochi. I'm quite excited for this game. I've not played a Pikmin before, but I've I like the vibe of yeah. a Pikmin game, and um, I've played like Pikmin esque games before. Mm -hmm. Like Tiny Kin's got very similar vibe to Pikmin. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I'm I'm gonna give this one a go. 21st of July yes, is when that comes long. out. Under a month. Mm -hmm. So get excited if you're looking forward to Pikmin 4. Well, Ashton, if you've not played a Pikmin game before... Yeah, big news. There's HD versions of Pikmin 1 and 2 dropping digitally on the eShop. They're out so now. You can play that one today if you fancied. Yep. Metal Gear Solid, the Master Collection, is out in October and is also coming to Switch now. One thing I thought was interesting is that uh, uh, GameCube had a remake of Metal Gear Solid 1 uh, called Twin Snakes, I believe. And that seemingly is not included in this collection. It's the PS1 original. I would mm -hmm. have thought if Twin Snakes was going to come out again, it would have been on the Switch version of this, but seemingly not. Maybe that will be in collection part two or whatever it is that they end up calling it. Mm -hmm. uh, we'll see. But yeah, coming to, coming to Switch as well, which mm -hmm. is nice. Uh, we had indie game Phenomenon Vampire Survivors coming to Switch uh, with co-op in August. Mm. I, I'm not really that familiar with Vampire Survivors, but... Um... I've watched my boyfriend play it, and mm -hmm. it just looks like sensory overload, this, the game. like It's sort of an idle game, but not, right? Well, it auto-fires, but then you... Yeah, but you have to move around and yeah. collect stuff, and you level up and pick what kind of thing you want to do. People love this game. They and do. I, and they I kind of understand why, uh, and people were really excited that you can play in co-op now, so, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. We got another trailer. Well... I don't know if we'd already had a trailer. We had a teaser trailer, I would say. But we had a, a full trailer for Headbangers Rhythm Royale, which is a pigeon 
Fall Guys-esque game, but all of the games are rhythm-based. There's like a copy, like a Simon Says style game. There's a just a rhythm game. There's kind of one that's a bit like um, that trombone champ. I think mm. there was one that was a bit like that. Mm-hmm. And it's basically just rhythm ba- rhythm game, Battle Royale, but with pigeons. It looks kind of fun, I yeah. think. Like they've... I don't know how how much you can innovate on rhythm action, but they they showed a few different mini games and they looked kind of different ish to mm-hmm. each other. Um, and the pigeons are kind of a bit Ardman looking, I thought. So, yeah, yeah. What's it called? Penny's Big Breakaway, a 3D platformer from the team behind Sonic Mania, was shown. Yeah. I actually can't remember this at all. She rides on a yo-yo. Yeah. Uh, it was basically like the, the premise is that she's was doing an audition and it went terribly wrong, mm-hmm. and so she's running away from like the king's forces, um, and she's riding on a yo-yo. So it looks very much similar to like Sonic when Sonic's running, um, okay. and it's like a 3D kind of similar it's very similar to sonic mania fairly retro platformer looking yeah 3d platformer quite bright colors though um Hmm. don't know if it's for me looks a bit it was a bit sensory overload for me to be honest but Mm. yeah you know see see what happens with it um then we had uh, we got wave five of mario kart 8 deluxe booster course pass adding pt piranha wiggler and kamek as new drivers. Wiggler. Yeah, Wiggler. So we got, you know, you can now race as like a, a, a plant. Well, maybe mm-hmm. you could al- already do that, a different <laughs> plant. But, you know, now there's a new plant coming. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, a caterpillar thing, whatever Wiggler is. And is Kamek a turtle? He's the one in the blue cloak. I know, yeah, like, like what, a I know wizard what thing. he looks oh, like. Oh, yeah, he's one of... A Koopa thing? Yeah, a I Koopa think he's a that's Koopa. Taken his, taken his shell off, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Well, he might have a shell on. He's just got a cloak. Well, it's just under his cloak. Yeah. Yeah. Um, There is a remake of Sec of the Second Star Ocean game that's on the way in November. Star Ocean: The Second Story R R. is the name of it. I mean, I love the look of these type of games where it's like a two D sprite on a three D background. But I will not be playing this game. (laughs) Talk about sensory overload. Did you see when they got into combat and there were about. 60 million damage numbers on screen. Yeah, the damage mm-hmm. numbers were very Just high. covering up the entire fight. Like, I, you could not see what was happening. At what point, when you're when you're regularly doing six million damage, could you just have scaled that Divide all the way back? Down yeah. yeah, just just scale if it all down. If your enemy can take more than six million damage, your enemy's taking. Too it much doesn't damage. mean anything. Like yeah. I'm doing six million damage. Well, it doesn't mean anything, then, does it? No. Scale it. Scale it right back. Yeah. Do, you know, I'm doing 250 damage to this enemy with 10,000 health. Okay, that's more reasonable. Yeah. Mm. Stop hitting for for 12 billion damage. It's I. I don't like games. So but it looks very pretty. Yes, it this, is. this is a very popular Star Ocean game. I've never played a Star Ocean game, but, uh, you know, a remake, people will like that. It's a stupid sure. name, though. The second story, R. Yeah. This is my problem with a lot of JRPGs that I am not into, is that I find them impenetrable, usually from the name alone, yeah. because I have no idea in the canon or in mm. the release schedule where these games were released that's yeah. half of the problem with kingdom hearts for me not not right. just because it has a terrible complicated plot one two three but that... because it's like 
that should be eight mega mix final HD version yeah. minus one yeah. to the power of three. What know? does it what does it mean? <laughs> uh, yeah. Square rooted. All you need to do is go on Wikipedia to find out, but I just feel That's I find an extra it off-putting. step I'm not willing to take. I just find it off putting sometimes. WarioWare, there's a new WarioWare game. That's yep. very exciting. WarioWare move it. I particularly enjoyed the wiggle. Two hundred micro games. Two hundred <laughs> micro games, including some that uh, are actually from Nintendo franchises. There yeah. was a bit of uh, Mario going down the slide. The slide. Yeah. There was a Pikmin bit yeah. as well. I particularly liked the wiggle one because it showed the man from behind like waving his whole body around yeah. and yeah. that was good I enjoyed it it was funny yeah I like a WarioWare game yeah mm-hmm. played a few on the Wii or the, the Wii one yeah mm. uh, and finally Super Mario Bros. Wonder is bringing back 2D action much like Sonic is doing uh, it's coming in October so this looked cute and interesting mm-hmm. uh, innovative mm. it's amazing how they can still somehow innovate on 2D Mario yeah uh, but you pick up blue something or others and it it's basically a complete kind of you don't know what's going to happen next you pick up the thing and everything goes silhouette and mario's like 10 feet tall or mm. the pipes turn into worms or yeah. whatever yeah. i read online that it's the first 2d mario game outside of mario maker in over a decade yeah wow. yeah, yeah it is and you it really sneaks Daisy. up doesn't it yeah, it does. Mm. You can play as Daisy yes. in it. There's a co-op mode in this as well, so you can play as other characters. We saw Yoshi briefly. We did see Yoshi, but they were very much like, and Daisy as well. You can <gasps> you can play as her as well if you'd like. So, pretty yeah, cool. it looked pretty good. You get to be an elephant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was the big thing at the end, wasn't it? He ate a um, mystery shroom and turned into an elephant. Mm. They know how to they know how to meme their stuff, don't they? They like, do. They know that will be viral, very well virally People marketed. Like yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it it looks great, and I, along with many other people, were wondering what on earth they were going to do to capitalize on the success of the Super Mario Bros. movie mm-hmm. when there's no new Mario games out, mm-hmm. and it seems that they're addressing that. We've got, I think, four. Four Mario and Mario adjacent games, be they remasters, remakes, or brand new games, announced yeah. at or shown at this uh, mm-hmm. at this direct, which is precisely what they needed to do. And a lot of these games, as you said, Ashton, are coming really soon. Yeah, and that's quite nice. So on the whole, while I don't predominantly play on the Switch, I think it was a really good Nintendo direct. And there's at least two or three games in there that I would actually really like to play. Yeah, so. I'm for the same way. There's a, I kind of haven't picked up my Switch in a while, but there's a couple of new games I said that I'm maybe I'll, maybe I'll still the back off my boyfriend because mm-hmm. he's been hogging it playing Zelda. <laughs> uh, so yeah, there's a couple of things coming out. And I'm, I'm just so glad that stuff's coming out this year. Mm. Like, I love that. I feel like Nintendo are really good at that where they say like, we've got a game. Six months. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just a little treat for you. Whereas other games, it's like, we've got a game, three years yeah. uh, till you and can then we'll see delay it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought it was a great showcase. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I, I don't really play the Switch at all, to be honest. But uh, I do think just as a showcase, uh, you know, seeing it as a, from the point of view of a Switch fan in particular, I can see that that would be a really exciting collection of uh, announcements. And especially with those short, short um, kind of release times as well. Mm-hmm. So. And with that, I think we truly, truly have drawn the Summer Game Fest yeah. festivities well, to an quite. end. When's Annapurna? Next week. Oh, Next that's week. Still not happened. Oh, I so, thought that was in July. No, okay. it's the 29th of June, I believe. The party keeps rolling then. Yeah. We'll see what happens next week. And then, and then it's done. Mm. It's truly yeah. done. The celebration. We well, don't let know me Google it just in case it is July, but I'm pretty sure it's this month. Well, while Ashton does that, we'd like to hear from you. Tell us about what you thought of the things we discussed today. 29th of June, I was right. 29th of June. Nice. And uh, also... Uh, what you made of the Nintendo Direct. Was it good? What are you looking forward to? Let us know in the comments below and various other places around the internet. Peter's going to tell you some of them 
right now. YouTube.com and twitch.tv forward slash Team Triple Jump. It's where we do our videos on YouTube and our live streams over on Twitch and occasionally on YouTube, but not regularly, just for special occasions. <laughs> when we're streaming on Twitch, you can, uh, we are modded by Lobrotovich, Charlie Badger, and Mr. Black. And also, you can become a, uh, a Twitch subscriber by just using that Amazon Prime sub that you're probably already paying for and yeah. maybe you've not, not spent yet. Uh, Twitter.com and Facebook.com forward slash Team Triple Jump for our social media presence. There's video and live stream announcements on there, video, legacy video content, bits of weird news, um, occasional kind of polls and things, all kinds of things put there by Fraser and us as well. And Ashton is putting things on our TikTok, which is TikTok.com forward slash at Team Triple Jump. And finally, from me, Patreon.com forward slash Team Triple Jump. There are loads of tiers on there, each with its own multitude of award rewards, not awards. Um, so have a look at the rewards and choose which one you might like, if any. We have a website. It's triple J-U.mp. Spells jump. It's very clever. So clever. And if you'd like to join our Discord and chat with our wonderful community, go triple J.mp forward slash Discord. On there, modded by Jack, Joe, Tori, and Hollowise. And if you do something, bloody well do it, all right? Um, if you want to listen to the podcast in its audio form, go to triple J.mp forward slash podcast. To catch up on any of our live stream vods, go to triple J.mp forward slash vods. And to get any of us three and James Jenkins on Cameo, why don't go to triple J.mp forward slash Cameo. And lastly, if you want to buy some sick and cool merch, like this Sports Time t-shirt, why don't go to triplejumpshop.com. Thank you so much for buying all the merch we had. It mm. now means we've sold enough that we can make a new merch, Yay! which hopefully in the next few months. And if you want to find out First, when that's coming, make sure you're following at Triple Jump Shop on Twitter for the latest merch announcements. It's happening. We're doing it. Uh, why not follow Peter and Ashton on Instagram and Twitter at that Peter Austin and at Scrambled Ashton and myself just on Twitter at Confused underscore Dude. We do lists every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Streams every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Thursday being the joint stream. Blaze it. On Twitch. All the streams are on Twitch. Worst Games Ever is fortnightly. Friday for patrons of a certain tier. Sunday for everybody else. Weirdest Games is monthly. A week early for patrons of a certain tier. The After Dark podcast is fortnightly on Mondays for patrons of a certain tier. And the podcast is every Saturday. We do shows all the bloody time as well come check them out why not leave a five-star review on your platform of choice for this podcast it helps a lot something to do with al gore's rhythms um and it won't cost you a penny mm -mm. so please go and do that we'd really really appreciate it a few things out this week well i mean the lists are out this week of course as per usual but one main thing out this week ashton yes it's worst games ever. Yeah, what's And it? I'd like to say that I know this is not the name, but I couldn't figure out what the name was. So this is what I'm gone with because this is what you wrote on the goddamn spreadsheet. Yeah. Michael Chickpea's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And then it says in tiny font on the running order, I know this is not the name, but I don't know who Michael Chickpea could be. So, uh, no, the we are playing The Shield, the game, or just The Shield, which mm. stars Michael Chickless, otherwise known as Michael Chickpea. I Googled, I Googled Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I was like, <laughs> what is this game? Mikey Hummus. I, <laughs> I was I was trying to think of a way not to catch you out because I know that you're too clever for that. But I just wanted to see if there was a way I could evade you trying to <laughs> reverse engineer the nonsense. He wasn't I've... too clever for this one. This was too complicated. Yeah, yeah. because it was so not what the game's yeah. name is. Anyway, that's out now for patrons and it'll be out for everybody Sorry. tomorrow. Uh, speaking of convoluted and complicated things nobody can work out, let's talk about the sponsor once more. Okay. Oh, boy. Of course, it is Spinal Jamboree Sigprene, um, which is available right now on PlayStation 5 and I think PC as well. Spinal Jamboree Sigprene. Giving us uh, name Sigpeen. 
Sick, sick peen. peen. That was sick, way better. Sick peen. Go to the urologist for sick peen. Uh, Square Enix competition in collaboration with the NHS and their best neurosurgeons. Spinal Jamboree, sick pre. Yeah. Available right now. Thanks for watching slash listening, everybody. We'll see you next time. See you next time. Bye. 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 Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.